Welcome to Smartest Energy Talks, the power market podcast for next generation energy companies. Hello and welcome to Smartest Energy Talks podcast. My name is Hayley Thompson, the Head of Marketing, Communications and Customer Experience here at Smartest Energy. I'm joined today by our guest speaker, Sean Coles. He's the founder and director of Net Zero Week. Uh, thank you so much, Sean, for joining me today. That's a pleasure, Hayley. Would you like to uh, kick off with uh, an introduction for our listeners, Sean? Uh, yes. So I've spent the last 23 years and my full working uh, life working in climate change and energy, uh, specifically from a media and marketing point of view, and I've recently launched Net Zero Week, which is a government and industry-backed national awareness week. Great, and we're fast approaching the week, and I think there's also just heightened attentions all around on the targets following the release of the UK's sixth carbon budget. Um, just so everybody knows what that means and, and the significance of it, um, the goals have been accelerated, so the UK now is setting into law the world's most ambitious climate change target. It's planning to cut emissions by 78% by 2035, and this will be compared to 1990 levels. Uh, it's also including international aviation and shipping emissions, um, and if we deliver on this, we'll see the UK more than three quarters of the way to net zero by 2050. Um, and I think around net zero, there's always um, you know some confusion really people really don't know the term it's it's also quite new um can you explain to us sean what it means and um, what it really means is it's trying to strike a balance between what we emit and what we remove from the atmosphere and examples of how we can remove greenhouse gases from the atmosphere are through protecting trees uh, replanting and technologies such as carbon capture and storage uh, and direct air capture which some of your audience may have come across. But these technologies are still in their infancy. So because there's no national or global definition of what net zero means, it means that some pledges are not as uh, tough as others. You might have two organizations in the same sector, and one organization might be including their emissions from scope one, scope two, and scope three, whilst a competitor might just be doing scope one and scope two, which they can directly and calculate and try and remove and, and this has led some people in the industry to call certain pledges uh, as greenwashing and I think that's one of the biggest problems at the moment not having this agreed and not having a level playing field of what it actually means to businesses. Yeah so there's there's a lot still to do to sort out um, messaging around it commitments around it and then I guess talking about also these overarching in uh, overarching targets that we mentioned earlier like there's just there's so much that weighs into the conversation and I I guess everything you're trying to do with a part of Net Zero Week then is also about bringing about clarity making some of these definitions clearer for people we do try to explain that um, and we also try to explain the difference between net zero and carbon neutral which I think is important to cover as well because I think they're seen quite often as the same thing and um, for me, uh, carbon neutral can be achieved quite easily by simply offsetting your emissions. Um, and for me, the, the in spirit definition of net zero, what it really means is it's reducing our consumption to their lowest level, uh, utilizing zero emission fuels and uh, energy, um, such as renewables and say nuclear. 
um, and then using offsetting as a last resort rather than paying your way out of it by purely offsetting all of your emissions today and um, saying that you're carbon neutral, uh, which technically you would be, but actually you're not working towards this kind of lowering consumption and becoming net zero. Yeah, and I guess going beyond that, we also hear of companies talking about going carbon negative as well. Yes, carbon negative is another buzzword out there. Um, Science-based targets, you know, is also related to the whole net zero uh, concept and the journey. Um, I was speaking to someone at the United Nations recently um, who runs a campaign, and they're getting lots of people, lots of organisations pledging net zero, and actually. They're quite strict, and they were saying that going back to scope one, scope two, scope three, if the pledge doesn't include scope three, they don't see it as a pledge um, kind of worthy of signing off or certificating. Um, so I think there's a lot of work to do uh, globally, nationally, and education can only help. Definitely. And and I guess you, you've spoken about it more generally and what it, it means across the board, but what does it actually mean for you and why did you decide to, to launch this Net Zero Week initiative? Um, I'm also interested to know, did it, did it have anything to do with COP26 in Glasgow being later this year? I'll start with your last point. Yes, it did relate to COP26, uh, which we're hosting this year. Um, but for me, Net Zero means after spending 23 years in this marketplace, it, for me, it means that we are now on the right track and with the right level of commitment from government. So people who have been in the industry for a decade or two will know of all the different things government has done over the last, say, 15 years. And we had people like David Cameron uh, campaigning that the Conservatives were the greenest party, maybe even saying that they were the greenest party ever. Um, and whilst we did achieve some good things, um, I do, I'm really confident now uh, going forward that we, we are making the right commitments. And interestingly, I was reading just yesterday about the government's uh, decarbonisation plan for transport has been uh, delayed yet again. Um, it's gone back uh, to the department because the minister um, who was working on this, uh, Rachel McLean, um, felt it wasn't um, aggressive enough. So, and that just shows you the kind of commitment we've got from the current government that they're not willing to, to rush out plans, even though they're under pressure because of delays, it's been delayed for months. And they really are trying to, to do the best thing and to help with reaching out there. Yeah, they really want to get it right. I, I see that. Absolutely. And, yeah. And then I guess for, for you personally, what, what does it mean? Um, well, I'll tell you what it means for me. It means that in my life that I need to work towards the same goals that I'm telling other people to do or, or not so much telling them to do but trying to inspire them to do and yeah. so you know over the last few years we've done things that, you know my home like a you know, brand new energy efficient boiler we've replaced all of our lights with LED you know we are everyone has to take responsibility for their emissions and and maybe we can discuss that in a moment but Net Zero Week is trying to say that if everyone takes on their fair share, then the journey to net zero will be easier and um, you know, we can achieve it by 2050. But it does require all stakeholders to take on that responsibility. Yeah, not just company commitments, but also individuals getting behind the, the efforts too. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, so looking ahead, um, 
we've got net zero week obviously taking place this month actually so we're recording this on the the 2nd of July 2021 um, net zero week is running from the 17th to the 23rd and I think what we're, we're most excited about as sponsors of the week is holding a net zero week festival at our London headquarters in Canary Wharf um, so this will actually be the first in-person event we've planned for 18 or so months uh, due to the pandemic so uh, great to see people coming together around net zero and talking about all of these important topics we'll have customers in employees and the wider public dropping by for sustainably sourced food, drink. Uh, we'll have activities on site, DJ on site. Uh, Martin O'Fire, who's actually the uh, famous former uh, pro rugby player um, and Net Zero Week ambassador, will have a DJ slot and be there in person, along with Connected Curb, who um, he uh, works very closely with. We'll have EVs on site too, so people can actually like engage with, with the vehicles and see them in person. Um, and lots of seminars throughout the day actually in, in our um, town hall area in our office. So we'll have our customers, JLL and Aviva, talking through their sustainability plans. Um, we'll actually be talking to our EV proof of uh, concept project, which is a vehicle to grid charging project. Um, and we have leading market intelligence companies, uh, Beringa and Cornwall Insights, uh, exploring net zero trends and development. So, yeah, Sean, I think you're, you're planning to be there to engage and be involved with, with all of this too, aren't you, with some of the other partners and sponsors? Yeah, um, really looking forward to this day. Um, well done, team at Smartest Energy. And what we've done, apart from inviting uh, your stakeholders, um, Net Zero Week is inviting some of our editorial partners and some of our sponsors, um, partners like the Institute of Directors, Department for Transport. There's 46 different stakeholders involved in Net Zero Week, so I won't go through the full list, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be a really good day. Yeah, I think also a good thing to point out with the event is that it's going to be virtual. So anybody that can't actually attend in person um, can attend all the seminars. So if you just check out on Smart Energy's website, um, our events and webinars page, you'll be able to register via the link there. Um, Sean, can you talk us through as well what else is planned through through Net Zero Week and um, what you've got in the works on the run up to to the um, the launch on the 17th of July? Uh, absolutely. Um... Like I said a moment ago, we're working with 46 different stakeholders, so editorial partners and sponsors. Um, we're kicking off actually the week prior to Net Zero Week. So on the 14th and the 15th of July, um, we have two sessions each morning, and they're the keynote sessions for the week. And we're looking at what, business, what businesses can do, what they need to do, what they should do, when they should do it by. We're looking at things like electrification of of the UK and how to decarbonize a business and um, whether you're industrial commercial or public sector and um, the final keynote we're doing is decarbonizing transport and then we've got over 30 live events that are currently planned um, and on the website uh, people like UKRI they're running 10 different events over net zero week which is I believe it's seven live webinars and three virtual exhibitions uh, we've got a live filming from WWF UK and a Q&A after. Um, and that's their Netflix uh, movie that they did with David Attenborough looking at nature. And um, people like Nuclear Industry Association, ESTA, Institute of Directors, Zemo Partnership. And we have lots of live webinars from solution providers and sponsors uh, like Smartest Energy. Um, across the week, we've got around 30 to 
40 CEOs and directors from various organizations, um, including Rachel McLean, the Secretary of, St Secretary of State for Transport, people like Philip Selwood, CBE, Dieter Helm, Dr. Roger Barker from the IOD. So jam-packed week um, for the businesses to you know, learn more about net zero, how they can benefit and what they need to do going forward. Great, and I think is the um, it's probably handy to point out the website here too, isn't it? Netzeroweek.com for anybody wanting to register for those uh, array of sessions. Absolutely, and um, website's quite simple. We've got a business section and a consumer section. Uh, on the business section, we've got um, all of the confirmed web live webinars that you can register for right now. There's also thought leadership articles, um, news and views, uh, various documents um, from different stakeholders um, and you know we all we all outside of our business life you know live in homes and so on the consumer side we've got some help cards on you know what you can do at home as well great well lots of uh, great things planned for the month i think just in wrapping up sean we we normally leave our listeners with three key takeaways at the end of our podcast so just wondering what your final thoughts are for us uh, yeah, just to remember that net zero does require everyone to take on their fair share. And so whether you're a consumer living in a two bedroom flat or you're a large global corporate, um, we all need to tackle our own emissions. And the second thing would be to get involved go to the website and you know, check out our sponsors and register for some of the webinars. Uh, we'll also be launching some on demand events uh, which will go live on day one of net zero week um, and the third thing is to yeah if you're in london or anywhere near london and you want to meet up with everyone involved in net zero week and your team Haley at smartest energy and and to listen to some of your content and, and network then turn up to the uh, net zero week festival on the 22nd of july in canary wharf yeah that would just be at seven west ferry circus in the uh, Columbus Courtyard right there so um, if anyone has any questions of course they can they can reach out to us at Smarts Energy and just just ask for details um, great thank you John that brings us to the end of our podcast today I really appreciate your time uh, thanks very much it was good talking to you again you too thank you for listening to the episode of Smarts Energy Talks podcast see you next time <laughs>